Dead bod rap pod. We are here. We are in the midst of kind of a woo renaissance a little bit with the with the release of, of Mike's and Men. Hopefully by now um you've watched it all because it's like mad spoilers or shit coming up. I don't uh, think you could spoil a documentary. No? I don't think so. Yeah, unless it's it, like... it, all this stuff happened. But you know, but if you haven't, for instance, if I were to go into depth about the Silver Rings um, part which Dave hasn't seen yet is am I kind of not robbing him of the experience of hating silver rings for his own <laughs> self <laughs> I should find he come this to that so ironic because you like three weeks ago were like oh people who don't want spoilers are babies <laughs> and like grow up <laughs> and like I'm not allowed to talk like yeah and now you're worried about well, spoiling silver rings well, of all things unless it's about a Wu-Tang producer though. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> this is the Wu-Tang bro if it's about the best hip-hop producer in Morocco I need to watch it at the source <laughs> yeah yeah I don't no, I don't want to rob you <laughs> Bel- no, wait, Istanbul? What? We're just fucking that guy's yeah, whole, oh, whole shit rings? up. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, we Silver rings. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> My guy, He's Ben Crosby. Silver war um, <laughs> we are the Dad Bar Rap Pod. My name is Damone Carter. I am joined by Nasty Nate LeBlanc what and up? Dirty Dave Ma. What up? Um, we are obviously um, you know, huge Wu-Tang fans, as, as are great many people our age. And of Mike's and Men has definitely, um, gosh, it just really it's, it's got you thinking about yeah, all the totally, stuff, totally. right? And about how exciting it was right. and how different it was when they came out. Yeah. I mean, every time there's a little portion with uh, old studio footage, how how incredible is that? And yeah. they had a lot of footage, which I think is great, yeah. which really makes this. They they mm-hmm. were just come along in the area of uh, in the era of video. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you just know one of their friends had like a giant totally, rig totally. on his shoulder. <laughs> giant that was just, they're like yeah. in vans and stuff. It's like this guy's just swinging around this like giant totally. like yeah. VHS tape mm-hmm. taken like camcorder. Yeah. What yeah. did they call him back then? It was a camcorder. It was a camcorder. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it was smart to. To document, document all that stuff. Totally. RZA's like in his like shitty ass basement apartment, going like, "No, here's what we do. Mm-hmm. We'll get each of you a record deal on all these different labels." Unbelievable, though. Wow. Okay, I'm glad I said that because I want to bring this up to you guys. I was going to put this on Twitter, but it's better to save it for the pod. That's right. Um, so in I just watched episode two, and in it they talk about the amazing world changing deal that. Right. Riza guy right. for the loud. group, and then on Loud, right? Right. And then Steve Rifkin from Loud got first right of refusal for each member, and then they eventually were able to go on and like sign their own deals. So right. does that mean he passed on all of the members individually? Well, well, I think it's it's almost like the NBA thing where you're restricted free agent. I think that each member was able to get more bread by by jumping ship. I think that's what it meant. I'm not a label expert, but I Obviously, thought. Obviously, that's how it broke down, but uh, that's not what I understand to be first right of refusal. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Am I being weird? Isn't first right of refusal he gets to pass on it? Yeah. So, right? so if, but if you know, if you are the visionary 
label person who sees how successful it's all going to be, sign one of them. Right. Sign right. Method Man. Right. Can it be that it was also simple? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think I think Jeff, I think Jeff Def Jam, for instance, when we talk about Meth. I think they just came with an amount of money that didn't make sense for Loud at that right. time, yeah. right? They're You're just right. like You're right. You know, I know that's what happened. It's, it's a just, dummy deal. I, I, I didn't know he had first right of refusal. I'm like, grab Inspect a deck and don't let go, man. Right. Like, totally. Sign somebody. Totally. Steve Rifkin totally. must have been sniffing. You yeah. have the group, and that's the biggest thing, and it like changed the world, and it's amazing. But yeah. if you could have signed Ghostface. I know, I know. And I you know. didn't? How could you sleep at night? But well, it, but isn't it because he, you know, was a mountain climber who, who plays an electric <laughs> guitar? <laughs> I mean, real talk, right? Not quite. But you know Not quite, I mean. but they were certainly talking about someone. <laughs> <laughs> but but their their whole approach, and, and we have to kind of remember when they when they broke through in the industry, um, it was a very smoothed out time. So we're, mm-hmm. we're coming out of um, what I think is one of the ultimate before after records, which is the Chronic, um, which was this very much high tech smoothed out you know kind of image um i think it was properly referred to maybe by nelson george as like the beach boys Mm. of of hip-hop i could see that um and then wu-tang comes with this kind of totally different perspective totally different deal um Mm -hmm. their image everything about them was just new and different and i think what this documentary does is it just captures like that shit was real yes like that was not a put on for them they were really those guys and so like you mentioned they 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 were sitting there on camera kind of talking about how the shit was going to unfold mm-hmm. and it's exactly what happened um so yeah though you you get the feels throughout the whole bit um i think the silver rings part which ne- have neither of you We've gotten there yet so you you'll get to that chapter but th- it's it's very much like this unraveling you kind of see um they had a, a creative like zone right so like when when do you think the woo kind of energy officially started to peter out because we had that first wave of solo right, albums right. right back end of disc two of forever <laughs> <laughs> on the papa woo skit is that where is that where we lost was it the when when i when the papa woo skit on tape i knew something was wrong I'm like, this shit is like six minutes, 45 seconds on a tape. Right. So you had to kind of sit through that shit. And I was like, something is amiss. They're doing mm-hmm. something weird here that mm-hmm. I don't. I forever, and I'll fight Cutso about this. Um, <laughs> I, I do I do feel like uh, Wu-Tang Forever is a good album. It's bloated. It's horrifically bloated. But okay. there's the good parts are so good. The good like, parts are great. Yeah. The, the MGM. Everybody has their own little playlist version where they right, put the songs yes, right, they like, yes. right? If, yeah. if it was one disc, it would be a, an it would amazing be a, follow up. A, yeah. Uh, amazing classic. And so so we have. So are you saying kind of, you know, disc two of, of Wu-Tang Forever is when the the great unraveling starts to happen i I was kind of joking but i'll go ahead and make that claim yes because the the solo albums are different like they're not group projects they're rizza and that person right locking in and like they're part of the grand vision but they're not but even those started to they even those started to kind of i think on the first wave it is you can still smell 36 chambers on I, the I first, on the first go, right? For okay. sure. By okay. the time we get to like For immobilarity, sure. right, and, right, and some of these other ones, it's totally. kind of like, oh, what's well, going I mean, on? and then, well, with Supreme Clientele, it, it, I feel like it centers again, though. Yeah, yeah, right. he, he, he but, really, but then, he really but then brought that's back. like Ghostface going off. It's just so it good, though. Ghostface. It's hard. It really like. Right makes up for a lot of totally. like, missed time and a yeah. bunch of other people right. kind of like falling off. Frankly, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's I think, a lot of bad music. Right. Yes, like it's yes. not that 
it's I don't know where the percentage is, but if you looked at every Ooh, single song, like by every single person, right. one that's like thousands of songs. Well, also the unraveling to me was when w- there's like a million killer bees. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was oversaturation. Cousin, yeah, it was it. it was oversaturation at that point. I, yeah, I agree. Some of some of our peers are much more well versed in that universe. I I kind of stopped listening. Like right. I, yeah, I, I, I'm here. Army. I'm here for like the main stuff. I right. never really went super deep. Into uh, like into Shaheem's B sides, you know, Killer Priest, mm. not really for okay. me. Mm. Not not mm. a person I can listen to a full record of. Totally okay. Totally. Heavy Mental is the main one, right? Mm-hmm. I've definitely mm-hmm. listened to that, but I don't like. I don't know any. I could quote you a lyric right now. Yeah, no, no. I, I definitely it's so somber. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a, it's it's definitely um, very 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 East Coast. So that was kind of like the butt of a lot of our jokes was like Killer Army. Like you know, it's it's Timbo rap right, to the right, extreme, right. Um, and I just believe that at that time, you know, my my head was somewhere else. Yeah. But I can't keep up; it's just too much stuff. Totally, totally. Yeah. And yeah. there's a lot of other rap emerging at that time. Totally, that, that, you know, yeah. That enveloped us. Yeah, yeah. And I, I thought it was interesting that this documentary, and you guys will finish it soon. Um, not a lot of time spent on the individual projects. So right. we're, we don't mm-hmm. we don't hear about grave diggers. We mm-hmm. don't hear about. Red and meth. Right. Like, and if somebody right. wants to make a one part Grave Diggers uh, documentary, I would love that. So totally. the, we've been, I've been thinking about Grave Diggers a lot lately. Well, I just love that record. It's yes, so great. It's it, it might be one of my favorite records ever made. And it, it is also a response to people who were on bad deals and finally got to do whatever they want, much like how we learn in the documentary. And if you've been paying attention forever, you knew already. Jizza and Rizza had these bad deals yeah, right, right, and yeah. I've been wanting to say this to you guys too like why did executives at Tommy Boy and Cold Chillin think that these funny looking dudes should be like Mac Daddy rappers totally totally uh, it's what? a very odd choice doesn't it just, just show it doesn't make sense that's what I'm saying it's like you don't you don't look at like goofy Rizza when he was 19 and it's like let's make this guy a Mac Daddy but, totally right? but, it's like did you run that by the women in the totally, office totally. but but you know I again like it, it's it's but. kind of it's kind of the time right so they were definitely stamped out of the the Big Daddy Kane right. Kwame mold I was going to say Kwame especially the music is yeah. it's, it's very yeah. Kwame it's polka dotty for sure yes. right. um and Rizza's vision it's interesting to see that transition i think had he not been the prince uh I don't think we get Wu Tang. I think mm. that experience made him be like, never do what they tell you to do. Totally, yeah. he yeah. says he basically right. says that, right. and like, and so because you, because of the way we experienced it as consumers, it's often not known. But he was working on Gravediggers concurrent right. to Wu. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And like, it, if one had blown, like, if Gravediggers had been huge, right. like, if it had done what like Horror Core went on to do. Who knows what happens? Right, right. Like See, that could have been the group, dude. Right. I, I and I know why. Are we talking about Fruquan's uh, third solo album totally, right now? Totally, totally. <laughs> Not yet. Um, <laughs> Shouts to Prince Paul, though. It's great to see him on the um, documentary. Totally, Prince Paul, he Sophia was awesome. Chang, like yeah. a lot of these behind the scenes. Dante Ross, yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, Dante Noah, in particular. Uh, amazing, amazing footage. Um, all the kind of folks that the personalities you kind of get to see, which you've you've experienced on record, but you've never really been able mm-hmm. to to really get in depth with um meth for president like this dude is oh, yeah man. he just comes off great super stand-up guy like clintonian levels of charm yeah, yeah. It's just totally. like if you're around him you're like that was the coolest right. guy i've ever totally. met like i found it was interesting that how when he went to staten island that was sort of like a setback that he came from suburbia 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But but in some ways, it kind of eye opening. It, yeah. it it makes it makes me look at his stuff, right? So, uh, I believe uh, Method Man he starts off with like a fucking Rolling Stones lyric. He always had this overlay of whether it was comic books or these weird pop culture references. Yeah. That kind of didn't make sense for a oh, the quote hey, you get off my cloud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah totally. right. Nobody totally. else in the in the clan is doing. Well, same I mean shit that song like, is right. goofy though. It's like patty cake, patty cake. You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. But also really grimy and hardcore. Totally. I mean, it's totally. yeah. It's just it's it's amazing. It's a great documentary. Obviously, um, everybody needs to go watch it. And what I hope is that um, not to be this old guy, but I hope it kind of gives maybe some of the youngins like this is what it was all about. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I come to mm-hmm. documentaries like that. Like I don't, you know, right, I don't know. right, totally. I don't know about you know some old seventies rock shit, but sometimes when I watch it, I'm like, oh, okay. no, totally, totally, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, we watched a documentary about of Montreal. Have you guys heard of that? Mm-hmm. It's like a there. It's like very like fantastical indie rock, mm-hmm. like okay. crazy art, crazy shows, mm-hmm. like okay. crazy songs. It's about like, the scene. It's it, it, they're a band. It, oh, okay. okay, it's it's Got basically it. it's actually one guy, which like almost every good band is just one guy. Right, it's crazy. Right. It's like he's the genius and he needs the people to like exactly. play the parts. I'll pretty much watch any like music documentary. Yeah, thing. same. Like there's same. a there's a time in between like lunch or whatever you go out and do on the weekend and before the sun goes down. That's like the perfect documentary watching. <laughs> it's like I want to be kind of productive right now. I kind of want to learn something, but I'm definitely not heavy in for the day. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. that's when I'm like scanning canopy for music documentaries. Anyway, I'm not going to like become an of Montreal fan, but like I now get their deal. Right. Gotcha. And right. it's like, I'm, I didn't totally connect with the music. I actually think the guy's like a whack job, but like, I, now I know what their deal is, and mm-hmm. I could have a conversation about mm-hmm. it. I, I besides just flipping through it in the record racks, it's like it gives me a passing familiarity with right, it, right. which is that's all a nerd wants, right? Totally. Yeah, so just I don't to need be, to know everything right. about exactly. everything, but I want to have like a a, a little bit, right. a one inch depth, yeah, on and, like and, and on and I, any I band. It, I think this documentary serves that. I mean, it's the definitive documentary on Wu-Tang. Definitely. Yeah, and then because there's a bunch of bad ones, which right? I, right. I, some I've of them I could even finish. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, definitely something you should check out, um, and that's kind of uh, our, our rear-facing nostalgia porn. But we on the Dad Bod <laughs> Rap Pod definitely live in the now. Uh, in 2019, um, I don't know. I kind of feel like 2019 as a year for rap is some of the momentum uh, from 2018 is still there. There's been, I, I feel anyway, I'm speaking for myself. I, I feel like there's been a, a number of releases. We're kind of at the mid-year uh, point. So we're going right. to do some uh, semester grades or, or midterm grades here uh, for our favorite records and kind of, uh, but just let's start with like rap in general. 2018 was like, you were. It's a big year. Yeah, it, it was, was a big year. It was an embarrassment of riches, man. I was just like. Well, first off, fucking Brock Marcy has like ten amazing projects. I right. know, <laughs> right. right? Just for the, like, the way we had to do our year-end best of, we had to like create a new category for people who had four plus great projects, <laughs> and there were multiple wild, people right. in there. Right, that's insane. Right, and yeah. I don't think that totally translated. It's like, no, we're saying these Milo records are like the best records of the year, but it is one the best record of the right. year? Mm-hmm. Right. What did we, we ended up doing? Daytona, right? Um, for our 2018 best the of the best year, record. y'all did, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I didn't sure. know for that in our poll. But it, it, 
putting out one 12 minute record seems to be the way to break through the the right, noise right, right. Was, sure. i, I kind of wanted to do a snarky tweet it came out on the 25th we're recording uh, no, this May. on like yeah 29th and um the i was like oh the the single for uh if you know you know and the five b-sides <laughs> came out one year ago today I like yeah other cuts. no no uh people really uh go hard for that that record but it was an it was an example of so many different you know from every kind of strata of rap there were so many releases mm -hmm. um in 2018 to where i was a little bit afraid in like january of this year like well shit like right. what how do you how could you possibly build on this like right, am i gonna right. have to listen to a bunch of shitty records right. just to have a year end list well last year's also the sort of reemergence of mugs and, and that's carrying oh, over to this year absolutely totally you know, it's unbelievable absolutely, absolutely. It, it, mugs is the is the workhorse of uh um, of the did industry. you guys look at the pictures or did we i don't remember if we talked about this but uh um Cypress Hill got st a star on the Walk, Walk of Fame, Fame. I did see yeah. that. and like everyone was there. Yeah, like Makami was there because he's working with Mugs oh, right really? now. He's yeah. like was in he his like a yeah, he's like uh. wearing like ten bandanas, <laughs> and like it, like the the guys dressed up. Oh really? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They put like, on it, suits. I'm like Mugs is like the best rapper in or the best producer in hip hop right now, and like Alchemist is there. It's like they're That's just standing dope. next to each other because they're friends. Like. How much heat is totally like? Did right they all there, go dude? to a diner after too? Did they just like hit up a hit up the Waffle House all together? Uh, you you and gotta it's just think. Like... I think L.A. is so house based, right? So it's mm -hmm. like whose house do you go back yeah. and blaze yeah. at? Basically, right? Yeah. right? Gosh. It was so cool though. It's just that's like that's our era's stuff, and like right. I don't believe in stars of the Walk of Fame or halls of fame, really. Like my dad. Dad, I love you, but he always asks me if I watched the Hall of Fame induction ceremony that's on HBO, and I always say no. Mm -hmm. And then actually, I will watch little parts of it. Like, Over the rock and roll. Yeah. Do you guys ever watch those? I do. Mm -hmm. I do. I. I. Well, yeah. I do. I'm do. like. I'm like. I don't care about shit like that. But then I kind of do. Yeah. I mean, if um, it's an artist you like, you know, Public Enemy's getting, you know, right. Oh, okay. Okay. It's like um, the Zombies got inducted yeah. this year. I'm a big Zombies fan. I, I saw Chris them White because of that. Yes. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, for what? Uh, it's gonna be for Wax. Oh, cool. Um, the his voice is gone, dude. Not not Chris White, Colin Blunstone, right, the singer. Right. Is it like it was bad? Like really? I I clicked on on HBO and I was like, oof. Because <laughs> I saw them when they got back together at a club date in San Francisco, and it was incredible. Man. Like he like, he still had it, and like their songs are so tightly written. And no I'm rose just like, family, huh? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't there. <laughs> It wasn't the time of the season. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was kind of like I'm sad. sitting through the zombies jokes like the rest of y'all just <laughs> clinging for understanding. Demone's just like brains. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Wrong zombies. Um, Hall, of, Hall of Fames are are interesting. If if we had a proper rap when Muggs is first ballot, um, yeah. and to see him, you'd think, but it would all be like Biggie, Tupac, and not that they're not great. Right, not well He would be like <laughs> sixth ballot. You know really? what I mean? Like, Unfortunately, that's, that's real head shit. Well, like, if yeah. it started now, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Muggs, Muggs. If we if Cypress Hill has a star on the Walk of Fame and Jump Around is a jock jam of all time. I, I think yeah. Muggs, Muggs has a commercial career. This is the genius of him, and hopefully we'll get to do a whole show on him. Right, right. When you look at the the length of what he's done, um, how many producers? He started with 7A3 in fucking 87. I know. Yeah, um, first record that's in 87 nuts. is making records right now that are super urgent, working right, with the dopest right. um, spitters in the game, and also has, you know, he made Check Yourself. For, for right, Ice Cube, right, you know what I mean? Like, right. he has uh, pop We hits. know that, but the kind of people who induct people into Hall of Fames 
do not. That's really? my that's my then they need to be they need to be dragged out and shot. It's <laughs> it's like Ludacris would get in before DJ Muggs. Which is Ludacris. If, if there was a if there was a hip hop hall of fame. Because it would because it would be about well, it's it's no, weird. I but yeah, no, I get you. Sales, I get you. It's notoriety. Right, what they right. are are popularity contests. Right, right. Okay. And it's like he's that's I don't know. I think he's we, a first we live in ballot the bubble of Dad bod rap pod hall of fame. Totally. DJ Muggs, we're putting it up right now. Holly yeah. Holly Game, if you will. So let's we just should do let's it. get into our mid year check in and I'll start with uh he put out a great record with uh this rapper named Edo this year yeah. mm-hmm. called Hell's Roof. Um grimy East Coast drug dealer Super rap that's right, so good. Right. Yeah. Right. And that on top of his Makami stuff. Um, also really looking forward to his crime apple. Um, okay, but but apple. let's but let's you know. In all fairness, um, I was surprised to hear that um, the group was not super into the mugs. Uh, Makami record. It's it's not my favorite record. Yeah, it's, it's a I'm... it's a good record. Mm-hmm. It's neither of theirs best work. Right. I I, think... I thought it was a little less than the sum of its parts. Agreed. Agreed. I think I needed to manage expectations a little bit more too because I was like, holy shit, this is gonna be the shit. You totally. Know? And I really liked um, Mock's contributions to um, the Soul Assassins thing from mm-hmm. last year where he mm-hmm. did that that really interesting format where he had two songs by each guy mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like two doom songs mm-hmm. two homie songs right two, right i can't remember who any of the other people are right now but because I, I, I you it know up, i'm but. starting to think mock i mean i might kind of be better in small doses like who is that dude on that cut rather than oh as a, as, a, as a as a feature guy yeah okay yeah. okay i saw a great tweet that was like uh uh our earl sweatshirt and mock commie backpack m- backpack mumble rap <laughs> which I thought was was very interesting. The 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 what is it called? Nine hundred. K- what is the record called? No, no, it's a French word. I'm sorry. Right, it's like two la vu. Yeah, yeah to, to quit. Uh, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> uh, for me, for me, uh, uh, I don't uh, speak Haitian Creole. I'm yeah. sorry, you guys. For for me, that was like um, because I'm really just stream dependent right now. That's one of the only project of his that that is yeah. proper. You so can, that you don't for, have to get on YouTube. I'm not gonna say it's the first time I I heard. Them, but it's the first time that I'm kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm ingesting this album. I'm yeah, kind of wrapping my head around deal. it. I really think there's a strong correlation. I'm not saying either person bit either person between him and Crime Apple. Between they have a very, Apple. they have a very similar. Um, oh yeah, Makami and Crime Apple. They have a very similar approach and this kind of peppering of another language into it. Where sure with that part, yes. Well, but even but even in a in a in approach, I'm just really? like I'm like, oh, okay. I, I this I, is a thing. I'd like this to hear a thing. little bit more about that because I think Crime Apple is a straight rhymer, where, whereas Mock sort of um, uses negative space. You know what I mean? Atmosphere <laughs> builder. Yeah. Like yeah. He kind of c- jumps in and jumps out. He does mythology he, creator. He does different runs, but this idea of a of a backpack drug dealing. Um, universe that okay. they that okay. they that they create and kind of pepper with everything seems like they're sitting next to a dope fiend like it's <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe not necessarily in in structure but in kind of it's an energy and a darkness that they create that is very similar one is kind okay. of like Haitian creole okay. one is kind of colombian okay um interspersed they both um have worked with mugs and i'm i'm eager to hear the crying apple in mugs record which they recorded in Colombia. I know, that's, Ooh, that's so tight. Be nuts, oh, man. Um, in, there was a big Muggs interview that I can't remember what it was on, but we talked about it extensively in our chat thread. Um, he's Muggs is doing records with everybody. Yeah, it's like yeah, totally. he's, he knows yeah. who all the good underground dudes are. Right. And he's like, he's like, he'll do one with Fahim. 
Yeah. And it's hard to yeah. think about Mock's career without Fahim. Like, right. They, right. It's, it's very much their thought. I think of them as kind of a package deal. And, mm-hmm. so, and you need the little, like, levity of, like, Fahim's, like, different vocal range mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. kind of, like, different approach to things. It's nice to have some balance with yeah, that. Yeah, of yeah. A straight mock record. Agreed. It was agreed. kind of a lot. Yeah, I don't know if he can carry an entire record by himself. I guess time will tell, but I sort of just like his random cuts off YouTube. Really? Yeah. Just his different little yeah. little blurbs. So I got to hit YouTube. It's so I fucking hate listening to, to music on YouTube. I know, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's so interesting that he also, Mock did, like, the Nipsey Hustle model. Like the hundred dollars, right. yes. like yeah. right. DIY model, which yeah. is like I, I think that's so great. Like yeah. I love that idea. I haven't liked anything enough to pay a hundred dollars. About to for say, it. You, you, yeah, you, I love, I love. You never fallen for it, yeah. but yeah. as I mean, a concept, that's also like you know creating lore, which is genius. I mean, yeah. So, so I'm definitely uh, aware of of the of the Makami lore, and and maybe I was kind of like, okay, this record doesn't necessarily live up to it. Doesn't necessarily take away from it. Um, yeah, I agree. The thing I loved about that record the most and I want to figure out is where does he get the fucking samples? He has these wild, um, <laughs> I don't know if it's from a movie or a documentary or something. Um, and I don't know if this maybe Muggs is doing, but uh, I found it to be I found it to be an interesting kind of vibe. Um, another record that we all kind of liked was the tree record. Oh, we man. grown now. Oh, we grown um, now. aren't we? And, and he did an interesting release model. He actually kind of fucked up the release, uh, <laughs> where it was on streaming, it was off streaming, it was kind of hard to find. Which and you had to go to his website to listen to it, mm. which I've, I I did. I was like, I'm, oh I really? Hear okay. This. He was coming off the collaboration record with Vic Spencer. Yeah. And I was like, I really like this. Like I'm love. I'm liking this switch up. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of a singer. Yeah, and uh, that's not Crooner. for everyone. Soul Trap is what he calls it. He has like his whole brand around it. He does merch on it. Like mm-hmm. I just I like it, and I like him. And I had heard mm-hmm. of him before. There was we did this in our worst rap names thing that I like. Hope people don't go that far back and <laughs> listen up. to. It was kind Agreed. of a little. We were underprepared and yeah. not our best work. There's but uh, stuff I'd like there was like it. yeah, the, like there was Tree. There was a dude called Shirt at that time, oh, and yeah. we were kind of like, what's with these names? Like it was almost like Seinfeldian right. yeah. bad stand-up yeah. comedy. Mm-hmm. It's like what Tree? What a, was Branch taken? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like yeah. stupid yeah. and like you know not not our anyway anyway. So but I, but I think that record is very good. And oh he's goodness. such a soulful person. Right. It's like yeah. you just want to like hear more. Well, and it's it's this interesting take that's kind of in the vein of of old dirty bastard um, in the terms of his his phrasing and it's soul, but it's not like um, I don't know, it's not like D'Angelo or something. It's a, like a really old gruff, um, almost reminds you of an old Baptist church minister mm. kind of inflections that he does. Totally, um, well said. Uh, and so definitely steeped in in Chicago ness. Mm. Um, which you know Chicago continues to to kill shit um, as they did in twenty twenty eighteen. But <laughs> I I really like this record. We grown now. I think um, he would have a a really bright future if he was like on the the I don't know Striver track and rap. Over it doesn't it, seem though. like it doesn't seem like he is. Yeah. Um. But this the yeah this record I I really high, highly recommend it. It's one of those where uh, when I'm with people and I want to be like 
here's a great record you haven't heard. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I do I do suggest it's Tree. Like you've heard right. it all? Yeah. Have you heard Tree? Because well, it's, it's a new sound. We would be remiss if we did not bring up the other album of the year, which is uh, obviously it's really nice to see them get some mainstream uh, shout-outs from Time Magazine, and that is... Oh, my gosh. Billy Woods and Kenny Siegel, Hiding Ooh. Places. I feel like we're almost talking about it too much. Right, but right, like, right. I, I, I love this record. I will be very surprised if... This is if something better comes or, out this like, year. or that speaks to me more comes right. out this year. Right. Like right. I, I think this record's phenomenal. Yeah. I love the cover art. So I much love to their collaboration. I love the fact we've talked to them both about it. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love the song structure. I love the way that he weaves the production elements around the lyrics. One hundred percent. The weird guitar sounds, yeah. like the content, yeah. like there's so much to like about it, and it feels like it's like for you. Like, I'm just like most people. I'm like, yeah, you're not gonna like it. I yeah, feel right, totally. Know, right. But Time Magazine knows this exists. Totally. No. Well, here's That's the thing. And here's here's me. the thing about about uh, about Woods and kind of uh, Arm and Hammer to a greater extent. There mm. are certain groups that capture the imagination of the music critic. Yeah, you know, right. scene, right? right, right. Um, and Arm and Hammer was that record. Their record yeah. last year, Paraffin, was yeah. definitely that record. If you wanted to seem like you were cool and you knew what the fuck you were talking mm-hmm. about, you mm-hmm. said Paraffin, right? Yeah, there's definitely something and, to that. And so I, I yes, feel, but it's also really fucking good. It's not no, about no, it's, it's, seeming no, cool. It's about well, promoting the good shit. Well, but I'm telling you how it got to time. I'm telling you how it got into time. <laughs> right, I'm right. listening. It, I'm is, listening. It, is, it, is a really, it is a really good record. Yeah. Um, and that no, was kind of my, my intro, intro to, uh, to Arm & Hammer. But it is a, it's, a, it's a classic critical acclaim record yeah, yeah, where yeah. it's heavy, it's deep. If you understand it, you are saying, I know something about music, yeah, yeah. right? It's not access. It's not easily accessible. Right, right, right. It's um, not. It's, it's, it's not. totally well, it's, it's be, They've become sort of these underground critical darlings. You know, it's like, right. It's right. like the writer from you know 1999 who, who really backs Aesop Rock before everyone else. Yeah, you know? yeah. Okay, right. yeah. Exactly. It ha- it has that it has that appeal, and I feel like um, I just feel like there's certain artists who who capture the imagination mm-hmm. um, because not only is it is it great music. It, it kind of has a, a story and depth and mystery to it. I think when you when you listen to Hiding Places, it's not everything's not served up for right, you. Right, right. But there's enough. There's an intrigue that runs through that right, record right. where I'm like, and Billy Woods is really good about that. You know, with digitizing his face and just sort of you know having this low key the mystery per- persona. Mm-hmm. So it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I never thought I would say this because I thought it was a joke at the time. But like he, I haven't done it yet. But I'm really gonna go back and like seriously listen to Super Cron Flight Brothers. Which was his first group on Def Jux. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I've okay. gone back and listened to a lot of the Wood solo stuff, the Lucid mm-hmm. solo stuff, like right. their other Arm and Hammer records that I liked. I just wasn't paying attention. Yeah. And right. now I consider myself to be this huge fan of theirs, and I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go back that further step right. and listen to some Super Cron Flight Brothers. Like I was like, that's a weird name. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was a turnoff for me, and yeah. they had kind of cartoony imagery, and I'm like. How is this gonna work with what I know Woods became? Now. Right, but uh, right. I'm gonna give it a try. It, I will report back. It's interesting that the first record was on Def Jux because I, I hear a lot of their stuff and I go, "It makes sense." This though. was breathed out of that universe, oh, right? right? 100%. That, that sound, that that Isn't LP that universe, New York. But it's a certain type of New York, right? Right, yeah. right. It's right. Not it's boot camp, click New York. It's right. not boot camp, yeah. but right. but it's influenced by Wu Tang, but also something. Yeah, more literary, more sci-fi. Yes, just yeah. this this it's, wild it's universe. underground hip hop. 
it's it's very underground, but there's levels, right? Because yeah. some people will go, well, boot camp clip was right, was underground right, hip hop right. at the time. Yeah. You're um. Right. So it's it's kind of a different. It's it's definitely more learned. Yeah. Um. It definitely has a sci-fi feel to it. Yeah. I see. Yeah. You know. So I I definitely um it I think hiding places is that record for people who think that hip hop doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, what happened to the totally? You know, the great dense lyric record. Right. It is here, right. It, right? And I think Siegel's um, his his audio kind of soundscape um, fits perfectly. If I had to say who was the best kind of duo thing that's happened thus far, it was it's definitely Hiding Places. Totally, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, another super dope record that came out um, and and I think is one of the best records of this half year um, is Quelle Chris. I think they Guns. came out the same day. Did, Did they? they? Wow. I, I'm pretty sure they. This came is out a the heavy ass day. year. It's uh. It was we, the same weekend as as uh, uh, we grown now. I remember because I was bumping these and, right. and one oh, kind of continuous. The only thing, the only reason I might be off on that is because thanks to Dave's magical emailing skills, we had the promo <laughs> for hiding. Places. Oh no no we and did we did we, we have guns? Did we have guns too? I think so. I think we we had we had the pre on so. guns too. They might not have came out at the same time, but I received them at the same time. Yeah, we were rubbing them on our bodies at the same time. Um, guns, yeah, guns and hiding places. Uh, Claude Chris, who's been around for a while, who's dope. Nate has definitely been a champion. Of, yes. of his work um this is his i don't want yeah i guess i have to say his first solo project that really it all came to i knew he was dope yeah, i knew yeah. he had it's stuff. very timely it's good to see him getting attention though man yeah yeah and it's definitely had it got some traction but it's just such a a, a it's a dense record it's fun it's serious yeah, it's he's, timely he's as you mentioned shit. um i think we all have very different like gym qualifications but it's a gym record for me because it's mm. so dense. That's like where I'm just staring into space on the elliptical and I can like oh, really, really listen to what mm. he's saying. It's not okay. so up tempo that it's like pushing me to sweat okay. more or whatever people right. are looking for at the gym. But for me, it's like unstructured listening time. Okay. So I've been like really digging deep into it. It's like it, there are many levels to what he's saying. It's like it's a brilliant project. Yeah, I, I, I this is a laundry record for me. Interesting. So, so I'm just kind of sitting there, and you kind of you yeah. can listen to even the skits, which I know um, you're an anti-vaxxer on skits, but <laughs> but uh, there's this one skit, and I I, may, I clever. I think it's based on Goodfellas potentially. Yeah, but it, it's just so well executed, bleeds into the next song. Um, it's almost like a Prince Paul's Italian guy voice, right? Yeah, right. but it, it's so it's, yeah, it's totally. so spot on, and and kind of how it blends into the other stuff. So I I highly recommend this record. It's it's high concept, but it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't often find that. Usually, uh, when people try to set out for a concept album, totally. grandiose and, and, and I'll just say this: I was not thinking I wouldn't say this on air, but like he had a great or like a really ambitious concept record last year right. with his wife, Jean Grey. That we didn't that love. None of us connected with. Right. Yeah. I and I'm like, back to it. I love this Quelle record. I'm like, am I sexist? No. It's like a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, these songs are better, dude. Yeah. I, 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 I think, think it's, it's just a or, better record. Or I, I, I like listening to these songs. I more. said this multiple times when we discussed uh, everything is fine last year. I felt like, I it, it was like a museum piece, and there was a piece of glass in between me and the art. Was, it, and on it, this, it has been removed, and we're just getting the raw, uncut Quelle Chris like well, stream of consciousness. Well, like you, you have depth. songs like um, Straight Shot, which um, hits on an emotional level. I'm like, am I getting misty in here? Like this is <laughs> it, which you know you 
on everything is fine. You didn't get it. That concept was there. I got what they were kind of yeah, trying to was, say. It was more quirky. I think. Yes. Yeah. And the you videos know? were great. And like, I really wanted to like it. But right. I but, just didn't, we didn't actually like it. It was like I could appreciate. It's like when you go, oh, that's right. funny instead of laugh. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And and with this record, you're kind of all in. It was it was kind of great top to bottom. And I feel like one of those that'll definitely be on the on the year end uh, for me so far trend. it's it's right up there uh dave i think you are kind of leading the charge on the yod record yes dude love it love it i mean um you know my problem with droog is like i i don't really like his songs i always think he's a fantastic writer uh, lots mm-hmm. of like presence writer yeah totally yeah but i think this is the first album where the songs are good okay you okay. I, I'm, I, do you like it um i do you I like him? Through, do you like it? I here's the pro, here's my problem. Oh, no, we should with say, we're talking about your old Droog. Yes, old and yes. the album title is it wasn't even close. Right. Yeah, one I, of the best of the year, I think. I I he has a particular brand of rap. Um, it's rap for rappers. It is for sure. It is. It is. Um, and and when when I shouldn't do this, but I am always juxtaposing someone's uh. Their Twitter persona, which he is super active right, in that space. Right, right. Uh, slandering rap genius. Yeah. It's <laughs> like his personal all... brand. They pulled all his stuff off the website. Really? Like, Did he, they? Like, it worked. He doesn't want to be on there, and he's not on there. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, I saw, like, some, like, Bulgarian kid or something going, like, hey, man, I really, like, English isn't my first language, and I really want to understand your raps. Why isn't it on Rap Genius? And he just posted the emoji where the smiley face guy's wearing sunglasses. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. Um, he he's, he's, he's a rapper's rapper. I get it. I just... Maybe I got to give it another chance. But I you're walk... a rapper. I know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know, but there's there's something to Is like it too much. You're I, you're I, rapping. I, you're rapping to impress your rapper mm. friends, and I, I and there was something I'm about always the... impressed. I love. Yeah, I'm impressed. Yeah. I mean, everything's yeah. a triple entendre, and yeah, yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah, Is I, it too much? I I felt I I felt it was it was maybe too much is the right word or just. I, I get it, bro. Like your 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 high quality with the bars. Put that into a really compelling song instead yeah. of being like I'm the well, master. That's what of, I'm saying about I'm this the album. master of bars, and I'm like, I get that, and I, it's my same you know love hate that I have with Homeboy Sandman, where I go sometimes when he uses his superpowers and can craft it into yeah. a dope song, it's fucking incredible. And sometimes I'm like, this is a rhyme exercise right now. Yeah, like right. this that's is calisthenics right now. It. Yeah, I, yeah love rhyme exercises i'm so <laughs> in on rhyme exercises i hate to cut this short but we got to call vic vic spencer yeah the vic, vic damone the, the vic spencer who has two very good records out one is called uh what is it called things change i don't mm-hmm. he just put that out direct to fans which yep. is what we're going to talk to him about yep. and then the other one is with tree and it's called nothing in something so that's right he's having a killer run we're going to talk to him real quick we'll be right back Let's talk about your new record. Things change. I don't. Um, can you talk about like how the experience has been? This is your second time releasing straight to fans. Absolutely. Yeah, this is my second time. I, I told myself that after the first release that I was going to practice doing this once a year. 
of course, I bought all uh, other albums for the for the streaming and all those good things. But uh, I just wanted to have something that would break the mold of uh, how we how we get music nowadays that we want. Like, you know, we 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 only get music that we want through streaming generation thing, you know what I'm saying, and, and technology changing. But nobody never remembers or reflect back when, you know, when an album dropped in and you had to go home and download it and, and, and sync it to with the artwork and sync it to the music library and right. a CD to actually listen to it. So I wanted to bring that integrity back into the game because people that actually... Uh, to purchase it, that mean that they actually sat down and listened to it as opposed to this, oh, I'll get to it because it's on streaming sites. And, you know, with, with streaming sites, like, they're releasing like every, like thousands of albums every week. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to catch up and it's hard to remember and it's hard to reflect on those albums. But if you personally took time to DM me, get the album, download it, listen to it, get the hard work, take it, then that holds a lot more weight than how the streaming is set up. Right. It's like that a it's, it's inconvenience. It like becomes the new like art form. It's like you have to apply effort. That's fascinating. Uh, yeah. Is it I leading you to like back in. be more in touch with your fans? Like are you like do you will you like just talk to cats? Yeah, I, all all day. All day. Just, you know, showing showing them how much I appreciate them doing it because and it's times we've all gotten lazy with the stream game. So I appreciate that time, you know, and I got plenty of different stories about, you know, different things that how people will stop and doing what they're doing. They get the album. One guy told me he just left a drill surgeon. He's like, man, I'm going to back this once, once, once I heal. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Because he could have been sitting down on meds, you know what I'm saying, getting, getting well. Yeah, that's crazy. And I, I would assume that, um, you know, if, you, if you're going direct, that there's no middleman on the financial end either, right? Absolutely. Yeah, no middleman. You know what I'm saying? Nothing wrong with the middleman, but it's more so, it's more so, uh, you know, I feel like in this time, like, even like with the biggest artists out right now, and you got and it's a, like a real close fan, like that's my number one fan. He'll get ignored by his artists. You know what I'm saying? Or he'll see him at a show. It's just an autograph, and there'll be a moment. That's it. It's ever mastered the art of actually having a, a, a dialogue with the fan. Like you right. know, it's a fan. It's a guy that might be a fan of part of the creator. It's a the same Right. And I'm going to bring that, uh, bring that integrity back into the game. 
Um, so we're we're kind of taking this episode to do like a mid-year check-in on um, what albums we've been feeling so far. And one of the albums that came up was your collaborative album with Tree. Um, can you talk a little mm-hmm. bit about that album and kind of how that came together and um, like who he is to you? Tree is like my brother, man. For real, for real. Like we've been we've been making music for over ten years now, and uh, in the beginning, when uh, he reached out to me, he was staying in Atlanta, and um, he was like, "Man, I, I want to uh, work with you, and let's get to work." And I, we we actually worked on the first song, and um, uh, Chance the Rapper was actually in the studio with me during that time working on my project, Big Green Things. And uh, I was like, well, I'm done with this project. I got to do the feature for Tree. I did the feature. And then Chance heard the hook. And he was like, oh, man, you know what? I need on this. He literally begged me to get on this hook. And uh, I took it back to Tree, and Tree loved it. Since then, we have had the brothership relationship outside of music. You know what I'm saying? Our relationship grew. And um, once he got back, I always just, you know, he took a high haters and, you know, fell away from the rap game, fell out of love, and I was always in his corner during that time, like, hey, man, you need to get back in the lab. So he yeah. always had the lab next to him, always was working on stuff here and there. He would always do a lot of stuff for expensive, but he would never, you know, do drop albums or drop no music. He only did work for Chris Spencer during this time, so... Uh, to get him back out on, and he's like, man, I'm I'm ready, man. I, I, I'm ready to, you know, give it my all, and to see him come come back full fledged. I just wanted my hand, my my hand, and that and that creative juice. So we sat down and, and recorded nothing but something in about like four days. That's you know what cool, man. About a total, a total of maybe seven hours. In those four days. Wow. And we recorded that album. Yeah. Uh, his album, so we, we Grown Now, is incredible as well. That's probably my favorite project of his that I've heard so far. So it's, it's. Uh, I'm sure, like, you know, you seeing it behind the scenes, you see, like, how hard it was for him to come back. But it's, it, I think he's making really vital music. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that Tree never lost what he had. Like, I don't think that, I think that, like outskirt things allowed him to take this high haters. And I don't think he was never discouraged as far as making great music. He always had that in him. I always told him that, like, man, yo, you got you got the power to touch souls, man. You got to be able to implement on that more. You know what I'm saying? Bring bring the bring the soul trap genre back to life. Mm. We need that out here, you know what I'm saying? And, and as far as the Chicago genre that on the, on the table. Um, just because I have you on the phone, uh, just like seeing you on social media and stuff, I know you have insane shoe game. <laughs> what uh, what kind of kicks are you into right now, and like, what should a dude be wearing for summer? Uh, man, right now I got on white blade, black ones right now. Nice. Um, um, I've been on my Air Force One wave this uh, this spring this year. And, you know, did you get the ones with the on. the camouflage swoosh? Uh, I did not get those, but I did get the denim Air Force ones. Nice. I just I got those out. I got those out the boxes, and I actually uh, custom my Nike ID to cut a couple pair for me and uh, me and two of the green room members. Uh, uh, 
been on uh, Air Force One wave, man. I, you know, I've been I've been copping all the speakers. Of course, the all white Air Force Ones, the Volks and the black ones. But you know what I'm saying? Air Force One has been the go-to sneaker this spring and summer. I, I find myself copping. I've copped a lot of shoes in this year, but uh, Air Force One has been the, the most silhouette out of, out of all. Right on, right on. Um, cool, man. We don't want to take too much of your time. We just wanted to make sure that we like shine a light on the new project. And I just have to say, as a fan, like um, really digging the direct-to-fan model. I think it's super cool. I'm glad to hear it's working out for you as well. And uh, we'll, you know, we're fans. We'll support. No, thank you guys, man. I appreciate that, man. People like you guys reaching out to get this album. Um, it's more about. It's not about the money. It's more about uh, connecting with you guys on a level that uh, uh, the top tier rappers are not giving the fans. I believe that the fans have uh, sense of they 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 want control in the wrong areas of the artist. Like when you get on stage, they want you to perform their favorite song. They want you to you know just do these outlandish things. But if they had power in listening to music, giving their critiques, giving their criticism, giving their input, giving their opinion, that that gives them power in the right direction. You know what I'm saying? So it's like so it's like now you're giving them something where their actual opinion will actually work. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because fans would be like, man, you got to perform such and such. Knowing doggone well, I'm not going to perform that song ever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you got to... So, so you know what I'm saying. You got to take that sense of control from that and put it in, put it somewhere where it be where where to be useful and to, uh, on both ends. That's that's fascinating. I will be thinking about that for weeks. Um, I I I think as we are mainly fans, we do you know journalism and Damone's a performer, but we need to make sure that you're you're being a good fan and you're not like being demanding like that. Like you need to check yourself, kind of as a fan, and like make sure you're not being the wrong kind. So, um, cool, man. Super appreciate it. Um, thank you for talking to us. Thank you, guys, man. You guys show love always, man. Appreciate that. Right thank on. Thanks, Vic. Have here. a good one. You too, guys. All right, peace. Like I was saying, no, no shade on Droog. Droog is 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 a he, he's he's a dope MC. Um, I'm not even I don't even do the minus points for like oh he sounds like Nas. I'm like oh I think he establishes a, a voice here that is that is not necessarily Nas. Um, so what what I will do is this because I I got to be real. I listened to it like one and a half times. So I'll, I'll go back to it on on the behest of my my brethren here and. And uh, see how I feel about it. I think you. I think your critique is spot on. If that's how you feel about right. him overall, this isn't going to change your mind. Like yeah. um, a weird thing he does on this record, and I never, I never know why people make these decisions. But um, the last song, which is kind of a 
outro it was 90 from the line mm-hmm. has the best verse really i gotta read I, i'm like to it. i'm like that verse is hitting for right. me dude like that is so well done well, and maybe i like, saved it for last i know but then it's kind of in a weird song where Buried. i can't play the song got it like it has it's it has outro-ish tendencies right, where right. there's other stuff that happens right. and i'm just like man you can't really playlist that song or if i got totally. to dj with this record I can't, I'm just I'm, I don't play things for one verse and get out of it. Right, so right, and it's like right. in the, it's kind of underground hip hop heavy lyrical thing. It's yeah. just not what, I'm like how about three minutes with that yeah. beat in this level mm-hmm. of writing. But whatever, yeah. dude. I'm not here to nitpick. But, you like, know, sort of to your point though, I feel like this is probably his most um, uh, solid album with a sense of continuity with an outro and song structure and totally. You know, it, it's really good. Yeah, um, I th- I think it's very well done. Um, but the kind of wave so far this year, I think I'll I'll quote you. Something you said off mic, Damone, is that all the best rap records this year have been R&B records. Yeah. <laughs> and this is more your lane than Dave's right. and I's, but like, right. you're kind of feeling My this. chest hair is out right now. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. No, I've really, been, uh, I've really been drawn to, I think, three records in particular, or maybe even four, kind of really personify this. And they're, they're, they're records by rappers mm-hmm. who are essentially doing some really interesting R&B. Um, I think the, the, the first and foremost, and this guy is kind of um, carrying the zeitgeist right now, is Anderson Pock. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The, what was the other? Oxnard? Um, eh, kind of mid. Um, you Dude, I have to give credit where credit's due on air. You were, when we were anticipating Oxnard you were like is Dr. Dre gonna ruin this record <laughs> and I was like no and now I'm kind of like did he did he yeah, yeah, right, he, yeah. he had to come out with another record immediately to kind of get the bad taste out of our mouth well, on su- Oxnard supposedly it, it was, was a, a trilogy dual, it was right? a dual vision oh it's a trilogy isn't it Malibu Venice and, and Oxnard. Oxnard Santa Monica no um <laughs> but but Marina I, Del Rey coming uh, next year <laughs> what I what I understood it to be and I might be wrong about this is Oxnard was the rap record and now uh, this new one which is called I'm getting my be- my beaches mixed up what's the new one I don't think it's on the beach theme I think that oh, trilogy not? is over and it's oh. like something else am I tripping I can look it up keep talking dude why it. why can't I I love this record I can't remember <laughs> and like Vic Poser. said no, yeah this is this is a st- what streaming does to you <laughs> right right yeah. totally so on the on the new record which is decide- Ventura Ventura um, which is decidedly more R&B um, but the rap parts are stellar right um, Andre Andre 3000's uh, verse worth the price of admission. Yeah, totally. Best verse of the year. Totally. Right, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It, I think it'll be hard to top this yeah. year. The um, best verse of the year is on an R&B album. Is on an R&B album. And right. an R&B song. From a retired with, rapper. <laughs> with Smokey Robinson. Crazy. Um, That's so, nice, so, you know, I, I think that record really came together well. He's got the joint um, King James, which is the most rappiest song mm. of, the, of the whole record. But I think. Is that about LeBron? Yeah. He's okay. like, I, I salute Kane James for, you know, uh, bringing a change for equal opportunity. He's like, it's kind of like it's a, LeBron's it's a woke activism. Yeah. It's a kind of a woke song, but he uses that line. The I can't breathe shirts in comic sans. Yeah. <laughs> you um, never forgive him for that. Um, there's a lot of fonts. So, right. Right. so it's about that. It, it was, a, it was a really well put together record. I think some of Anderson Pox's best work. I, felt in this record like i wish that he somehow had a hand in jamiroquai's last record because mm. some of the stuff on there mm. has that up tempo mm. dreamy wonderful 
good Jamaraquai vibe on there that I'm like, wow, you did that. But then he also has some different flavors. He brings out brandy on the record. Yeah, that's cool. Um, it's a very cool record, but decidedly R&B, but we'll call it rap adjacent. Um, he's the, a hip hop artist, I would say. Okay. To me. Okay. Do you feel mm. that way? I feel like he's more of an R&B artist. Interesting. Yeah. Who who does some raps? Yeah. Well, I guess I, he's a drummer first and foremost. He's a drummer. Right? He's, yeah, he's yeah. a musician. Right. 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 Um, but he's a musician. Do you think that would be in the soul section of the record store? I don't know, but I mean, when but I you know I I I think back to his tiny desk concert, and that's not a rap performance. Yeah, you're it right. It really isn't. And it's, I feel it's like a soul singer playing drums. Yeah, right, I feel like know? if you go to to rap. see him live, you're gonna see more singing than you are rapping. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um. So, but. But, but that's kind of the theme, right? Is this it's it's punctuated, but but the raps are really good. It's not as if he's right, right. you know we've seen that work in the inverse where you're like, dude, why are you even trying totally, to rap? Totally, totally. Um, so yeah, Ventura definitely one of my my favorite joints. Um, a little micro project that uh, Fonte of Little Brother fame put out, um, believe called Pacific Time, Pacific Standard Time, mm. um, four song project which has one rap rap song on it hmm. uh but was just really good it came out the same weekend that tree we grown now it was right. like a whole yeah. did every record come out that weekend <laughs> dude it was heavy i remember that weekend going we're Fuck. still dealing with that weekend the reverberations <laughs> from it uh, it's called pacific time pacific time so yeah. he he dropped this little kind of micro ep um mostly him singing which we're familiar with he's definitely sung a great deal uh, but then when he does choose to rap on it, it's it's fucking phenomenal. I was just like, he's not n- talking about gout nearly enough on this. <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I, I loved his rap album from last year. Yeah. This this yeah. did not connect with me. But I, I, I Dave and I are always like, there's too much singing on this. Yeah. And yeah. It's like, we, we just can't get over that. Yeah, yeah, it's an easy thing for me to go back to. But every uh, time I'm like, stop it. Essential. Yeah. <laughs> Essential uh, of human expressions, but yeah, I know. I, I, know. I know, and I like things that like are by singers. Like I listen to a ton of indie rap, yeah, totally, uh, totally. indie rock, and I'm but, not like oh, I wish they did bust a verse. Yeah, you know but, what but I mean? totally. it's like if you set me up for singing, Fonte's a singing. singer though. I I, I, I feel I y'all, I feel I y'all on non-singers singing too much. Sure, I, I get sure. that. Like I I feel you 100 percent on non-singers. Fonte is actually. Like a singing ass singer, of course. If you do yeah. Ford Legion or uh, Ford Exchange, Exchange mm-hmm. if you're into that stuff at all, which was this interesting cross section of of underground rap and R and B, so that vibe is kind of regurgitated on here. Uh, I would he, say that is hugely influential on modern music, right? Absolutely, like, that's like a huge deal. There's a school of thought that says Drake is very heavily influenced by mm-hmm. the I read things a whole that, article about that that, that yeah. Fonte does. Um, so I, I really like that. It's very short, but but definitely cool. And then the newest and kind of this new canon of, of rap and B uh, is, is Tyler, the creator's Igor, mm-hmm. which uh, 2017 flower boy was my, my favorite record. So right. obviously the new introspective, less homophobic Tyler is my shit. Sure. Um, I wasn't a huge fan before I could always recognize he had talent, but I was just like, there's only so many F bombs I'm going to hear on a record, but he's really kind of, he's really, brought uh a new sensibility i i definitely think it's it's igor's songs in the key of kanye um i think yeah, kanye is on the record for a hot second he too. is that's a good yeah. way of putting it though yeah he brings out uncle charlie wilson um he's he's definitely got this this wild eclectic flavor that feels like pablo mm-hmm. um a little bit but um overall pro- amazing think, production 
Yeah, amazing yeah. production. I mean, I'm I'm not even super into the songs. I mean, I think Tyler's a genius. I love the way this mark this album's been marketed and yeah. you know his whole yeah. aesthetic. But the Phil yeah, Spector really aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, you came out as the Black Phil Spector. You're out here doing a lot right well, now. Well, that's uh, you know, I think uh, Cool Keith did the blonde wig and the yeah, sunglasses absolutely. as well. Absolutely, you know? Cool Keith did everything. Right, right, yeah. right, all the weird shit. I think. It's a beautifully produced record. I will never listen to it again. <laughs> never? It's like it's not for me. It's like, never. I don't think so. Like not the full, not the full thing. Like, I'm not gonna just throw it on. But you know, what? I, I, a, a song here and there, perhaps. Earthquake but is like, good though. I mean, as a pop song. Yeah, I just um, I'm like seeing where he came from and where he has ended up is so tight. Like he's totally. I would say he's one of the most influential people of our times. Sure, sure. He changed sure. fashion. Sure. He changed mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. He changed. Sure rap criticism mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. changed like how people interact with the internet right. he got banned and unbanned from right. the uk for starting riots like yeah. he's a fascinating he's person fascinating. i'm super into him i'm a fan of his right but this this like pretty orchestral r&b is not what i listen to interesting it's kinda, there's some hard moments on it that i like though but again it's, i mean it's it's a i enjoyed weird my listen but you know I, I, I could, i'm just telling you i will I'm say this though i wasn't super into flower boy but now i like it more and, you know, great artists are ahead of their time. So maybe I'll go back to, to this and dig it way more later. Yeah, you know? it's it's an R&B record, though. Yeah. It, ha- it has it has rap moments. Um, it's it's a quirky, different kind of R&B. And uh, his kind of musicianship, I guess, um, you know, uh, people make fun of this, but like the chord progressions. Oh, they're kind great. Of, yeah, it's 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 a it's it's a great kind of um, uh, palette of, of mm-hmm. sound colors that he paints mm-hmm. with on this record. So I'm really high on it. I do have to, I will have to have this debate throughout the year of, you know, are these really rap records though? Yeah. You know, even some of the rap songs that he does, it's almost feels like it's secondary. The, it's secondary. It's the right. rap that comes inside the R and B song. Right. But right. we're not going to say he's not a hip hop artist. He's a hip hop right? artist. No, he's totally. a hip hop artist. No, he's yeah. totally hip hop. But it's kind of almost like yeah. when the Beastie Boys would do their instrumental stuff. Mm-hmm. Is it automatically hip hop because they did right, it? Like right, I'm like, right. oh, this is this and is because this is where I come from and this is how I think about music. Yeah, you file it in the rap section of the record store. <laughs> okay. I had this long debate with one of my parents' friends once about whether Imagine was a rock and roll song why is imagine not a rock and roll song? right it's like a ballad it's like that's they're oh, like that's not rock and is roll. it folk i'm like it it is actually okay the great artists expand the definition of what, right, what, right. Is, uh, what is and is it's not. based on where the artist is rooted in not necessarily their output not every single song right it's right like, it's okay. more it's more i guess if you if you wanted to make this a argument you would say it's a pop ballad right 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 but it's in the rock section of the record store right, right. semantics is back right. on his shit i know i know john, john lennon's a rock artist right? yeah yeah exactly yeah. everything he ever did is a rock, <laughs> yeah, totally. is a rock thing got yeah. you the weird like things with yoko like where totally, they're screaming totally or totally it's totally anyway rock. Okay. They didn't, okay. didn't mean to take it there no but 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 that's that's such a great corollary though right when you think of tyler the creator mm-hmm. right he does have this journey he does of, of yeah. where he is in like you would think he was sleeping with yoko or <laughs> yeah know, i mean i mean whatever version of that m- makes sense for him um, I think what's really interesting about this record is, again, you went from somebody who was like very, you know, very homophobic and word and, and song to he's making songs about break up with your girlfriend 
like be with me. These are songs well, and about, on the last about album, men. He's talking about kissing white boys, but yeah. I don't think he was ever homophobic. I think he used right homophobic language in an inflammatory homophobic manner. Homophobic is as homophobic does. But, it's it's like saying I'm not racist. I just like to use the n word for effect. But Frank Ocean was gay the whole time, and Sid was gay the whole time. Right, and they hung out with them. That's how systems of oppression work. You know what I mean? Like uh, people, people give. I'm their never wife. going to outwoke you, and I'm yeah. sure you're going to win this <laughs> argument. But I think I believe what I'm saying. You know well, what I no, mean? No, and that and that's fine. But I think it's an important distinction to make is that when you say, you know, um, you use this word, which is like highly offensive to a lot of people, and go, well, so and so here doesn't mind it. I understand, but the, yeah. but we're talking about this in the context of uh, of hip hop lexicon though, right? So are we going to go back and say that Q-Tip was a homophobe too in the same way that you're sure, saying sure, Tyler sure. was? Sure, sure. Sure. And and Nate's sexist. I mean, it's all <laughs> it's all things. It's it's not a it's we 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 can't look at these as like as like in either or. We're we're everybody's dipping out of this. And he and he was very liberal in the usage of this and he knew it pissed people off and he knew it hurt people's feelings, right? Yeah, right? right. Like so the you know, the confrontation was the point. Yeah. Right. It's but, but anything the, the, to get the attention. inflection the inflection point to say that somebody's um gender is your inflection point to say I'm I'm tough or I'm edgy, I'm cool and I'm gonna use a d- degrading you as a thing, and if Sid and, and Frank were cool with it, that Sid and Frank, that don't mean it's again. Course, I know, I know a great many people who signed off on Krayshawn using the N word. I don't give a fuck who you knew in your set mm-hmm. that allowed that to happen, but across the board, that is that was not. So I'm, I'm glad he's matured out of it, and honestly, it's very interesting now that he's went the the opposite the direction. whole opposite direction right, right. where yeah. he hints at this on Flower Boy, which I thought was a little bit cheesy, but on this, the songs. Are clearly gendered yeah. towards you know him having men. men, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, and the cool part about it is, it's not so like it's not for shock value, right? Right. It's not. Right. It's not it's set up right. like. Well, yeah. I mean, I, it's nice to see his progression certainly, and yeah. I, and it's Growth. nice to not see an endpoint. Like, what can this guy do? Yeah. You know. So yeah. I like no. totally that. Uh, yeah. the complete like. If he's a prospect, his ceiling is unimaginable. Right. Totally, right. totally. He's right. going to be like Which Kareem, means we're gonna be... Kareem standing on LeBron's shoulders yeah. totally, music, totally. you know? And we're going to be totally disappointed yeah. by the next record. Ah. That's, what, that's, how, <laughs> that's how this sets I'm up. I'm probably going to like this Hopefully next year. he makes like a... Um, What's oh, the a Jesus kind of like right, right. back to confrontation? Right. Kind okay. Of okay. Like after angry. after his this is his my beautiful dark right. Fantasy. Right. Okay. Let's go into a Jesus like let's a piss Yeezus people off again. Industrial provocateur. Um. I uh, one thing that. I wanted to say just to kind of put a point on what we were talking about with the use of it, his use of language early in his career. I don't think his fans were taking it in a nuanced way. No. So I'm agreeing with yeah, you on yeah. that point. Yeah. Like yeah. The, somebody somebody got jumped. Let's just put it this way. Some poor kid got jumped off of somebody listening to Odd Future and, you know, F-bomb, F-bomb, F-bomb. Look, it, this is the sea that we swim in. I don't, and I know folks, you know, kid me about this, but don't. nothing here is, is said to say that you're a horrible person because you know this lyric and you said it. I mean, you know, we're all kind of working through these things. But sure. I'm, I'm just, I'm happy to see that he's kind of made this transition where that's not the crux of his work. Totally, anymore. not at all. You know anymore. what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he's he's kind of on a on another plane. Well, and also, you know, he's aging and growing. 
Yeah, totally. it, before yeah. our eyes. So, I mean, I mean yeah. the Odd Future stuff, they were fucking kids. Yes. We were Seriously. adults listening to kids. Yes. And, like, judging yeah. them through our viewpoint. No, that's true. Know, so. That's true. And they're, they're kind of they're maturing. And, and, I mean, what what a collective. Just when you look at, you know. So I, much talent. I'm definitely yeah. into the internet a lot. Yeah. And I go, the the roots, you know what I mean? I may even go back and listen to that Bad Earl album because I, I really feel like. Uh, <laughs> There's like, no such no. thing know, as a Bad Earl album. I don't know what, I don't you know what you're referring to. <laughs> No, all right. all right. It's art, man. Oh, so Nate, Nate LeBlanc. <laughs> don't a, you, that's don't art you, rap, dude? And Wait, what are we talking I, about? Honestly, right Damone, some go rap Listen to oh, uh, standing on the corner, dude. The group that heavily and uh, Mike, the uh, rapper, like it's Navy Blue and Mike. They're the two featured mm-hmm. artists on there, and then like catch the wave of like what Earl is responding to, Interesting. and like yeah. g- what what like hi- where his artistry is taking him, and like what like why it's um, dissonant. Yeah, yeah, and you make artistic choices, right? And and folks who understand context will go, "This is referencing X." It's kind of like when you walk through an art gallery, um, right? But right. if I don't like the shit, I don't like the shit, and I sure, mean, maybe I'll come sure. back to it. Maybe I'll come back to it one day. You know? Yeah, it's I, it's divisive. I would say in our in our world, like yeah. there are, there are a lot of people in our kind of like old head rap space that like just don't like it and i'm not saying you have to like it at all but i don't think it's a bad album he's 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 making a set of artistic choices that i don't agree with and i don't think suit what he does i i i kind of feel like the colors the colors that he's painting with i go i see how that could work better for someone else i really feel like he that that didn't that didn't suit him and honestly i I've always felt like oh, I don't know if he's saying anything super compelling really? to me. Really, yeah, I, I, I was never, totally I was never a huge fan. Yeah, that. I could not I, agree. I could name so many, so, so many lines that address um, really important things. Um, yeah, yeah, shocking. Yeah, yeah I, shocking, I, divisive. I know. I'm, I, I don't know what to say. We're flipping that. the table over. <laughs> uh, let's uh, go back to the R and B wave, though. Uh, the one last thing I wanted to make sure we mentioned was the uh, Shafiq Hussein. Oh man, I, the yeah, loop. I love the, the. That's loop. my favorite of the. It's just a straight R and B record. He never made any pretensions to being a rapper. It's got some. There's some verses. He raps a little bit. Yeah, there's yeah. verses kind of interspersed. I I I like his stuff. I think um, if you were into Erica Badu's, um, and I think he produced on this on this record, Erica Badu's uh, Fourth World War. Yeah. Record. This is this definitely comes out of that mm. tradition. It's actually mm. the the record where she kind of coins the term woke. I stay woke. Mm. Um, he did some production on that, I believe, and it's definitely out of that universe. I listened to. He had a, a couple kind of mixtapey things yeah. that were hinting at this stuff that he was doing, but super eclectic. You know, he's got Robert Glasper on the record. He's got Highest Coyote on the record. Okay. It's, it's super R and B, but there's a rappy sensibility in there a little I bit. I was never into that saw raw shit, so I. You know, it's it's definitely in that vein. Oh, I kind of was like, I, like yeah, I remember vein. when that came out. I was like, this is really cool. It's kind of not for me, but like, I get what they're it's, doing. It's and smart I think and also be. it has been like very influential. Mm. Like yeah. that kind of changed music in a very like that and Jay Davy. I was going to say like, the it Jay felt Davey. like a yeah. like a turning point for music. It's an intellectual type of R and B. It's it's yeah. very it's yeah. very reverential to uh to to different eras, and it's very it's very smart, but not right, not right. at the not at the expense of groove. Right, right. So it, right. it definitely has that. And, you know, he uses drum loops. He he samples. There's almost like a, a Beatles vibe that pops up sometimes. Okay, it's like it's okay. weird and Sgt. Peppery in a way. Okay. So 
Um, yeah, I definitely. Right, well, which which actually it. came out that same weekend. I I swear to God, we're talking think about any this, of this epic is true. weekend. Go back on our go back on our thread because I I did a I did a thread of like holy shit all these records all these came records out that came out the and same it, day. it was maybe the same weekend it so was the one the one weekend has accounted for all of the good music <laughs> of 2019 of 2019 so, and not the new Tyler record which is divisive and it's making us argue <laughs> um, not as much as the Earl record I almost got kicked <laughs> out the room yeah, I I was speechless I was left speechless to my... Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's good yeah. to disagree. Otherwise, it'd be a boring podcast. But find me another podcast that's already doing year of best ofs and also <laughs> talking about the Beatles this much. Exactly. Exactly. John. Only only the content you get here. So looking looking forward, um, because we're only halfway through the year. What are the projects that you guys are are anticipating? Milo is debuting his new alias which on is? Friday. Oh wow! Which is Rap Ferreira or R A P Ferreira, which are is like his basically his real name. Okay. Uh, so super stoked on that. He kind of okay. just started dropping hints about that online today. So because he will killed be, he killed the Milo moniker. He's not going to use the Milo moniker anymore. I don't know. It, Due to Yiannopoulos or not, um, but <laughs> there's a lot of Milo's in the streamosphere. Right. There's a lot of Milo's. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, that's that's coming out on Friday. A little bit further in the future, we already touched on the Crime Apple and Mugs right. al- uh, album. We can't wait to hear that. And then what I think will be the a total game changing turning point for their careers in terms of mainstream acceptance. There's a Griselda record coming out. It's going to be shady. huge. I think it's going to be huge. So like is is, is, yeah. is the is the is the single with Primo? Is that from that record? I don't know because okay. they're also talking about doing a full length with Primo. Right, but there's right. been this. They've been on Shady for two years. Yeah. and mm-hmm. haven't really put anything out. Mm-hmm. So it's a. What I understand it is, it's a West Side Gun, Conway and Benny record. Right. On oh, Shady. all together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's okay. the first. It's the first kind of group project, and it's. I. Th- I think they're going to take over the world. Yeah, that's going to be huge. I can't wait for that. Wow. Okay. That's that's big. And then isn't um the... it's actually kind of cool. I don't know. I don't think you guys have satellite radio, but I experience a lot of new hip hop through this methodology. Uh, Eminem has a channel, Shade Forty Five. Right, Sway right. has his morning right. show, right. and there's a couple mm-hmm. of shows on there, and they play Joiner Lucas like so much. Really? So I never listen to it. <laughs> and, and so it's like there's like new Eminem and Joiner Lucas all the time. But then every once in a while there's like a Conway song. Right. And like uh, they right. play the like the the three best tracks from the Benny thing. They'll play some West Side Gun. I'm like this is amazing. I'm hearing them on the radio. Totally. And, and it's like you get it's like weird branded radio from the guy who signed them and is invested in their career. Yeah. So it's right. kind, it kind of is and kind of isn't like organic. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. like mm-hmm. Someday we'll have to just reckon with the Joiner Lucas phenomenon. Like it's not like he can't <laughs> rap. Well, I mean, maybe and maybe this would be a this would sucks. be a whole yeah. this would be a whole show of there are a, a bunch of guys who, by the technical definition of being able to rap, can rap that I never ever want to hear. I put yeah, I put Joiner right. Lucas in that category. Hopsin yeah. is another guy. Totally. Mm. Um, it's it's almost That's its own. It, it's almost its own genre. Right, where it's right. it's like somehow R.A. This, the rugged man, rah, yeah, um, mm. great great Twitter follow, um, <laughs> yeah. There's there's just a whole bunch of guys that fall into that category. But I will say this: if if Eminem and I don't know if it's him directly, if his greatest contribution to this era is bankrolling. Uh, a Griselda record, record yeah. then I'm gonna have to forgive him for some of this stuff. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's wild how how div- not divisive is the wrong word. It's wild how much it is cool to shit on that guy 
It's 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 almost that's unthinkable. That's the problem Eminem. with getting successful in America, right? right? Like we right. love to build you up, we love to tear you down, right? Right. And he's making some aesthetic choices that are very odd, like logic. So so read he, the room, dude. Uh, yeah. So him him and him and Logic did a tune, which has to be the worst thing ever. But terrible. Um. But yeah. But there's just a lane for that. It's like we hate it to death. Oh, of course. But there is there are uh there is a group of people for whom that is of course. Well, look at J. A Cole. Big deal. I mean, you know, <laughs> fuck. I mean, he, people love J. Cole. <laughs> love, love love J. Cole. And I'll say this: hey, maybe 2019 for me is a slight uh is a slight okay i'm backing off of j cole a little bit this, in my head. this just came out the song homicide featuring eminem i'm on i'm looking at spotify right now would you like to guess how many streams it okay has? hold on hold on hold okay, on okay. give us give us an over under give us an over under on streams what is I, what do you i can't i need you to give me an over under <laughs> you are gonna be shocked at this okay number. so we're gonna on spotify we're gonna put the over under at seven million is it well you can see oh, it it's more than seven million be it, it would million. be seven million in the first twenty-four hours. God damn, yeah. seventy-one million. Fuck. So we're wrong, and clearly the people who like Eminem and Logic are right. Oh, like of they, course. I mean, Eminem, they, they, like they're like beloved. Wow, fast rappers. Seventy-one like, million. Yeah. God, I, Logic just had that video where he's wearing army fatigues and rapping on tanks. I'm like, get the fuck <laughs> out of here! And like, and we're give tanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and we're you know, you know, and we're all the like military people who are upset about Kaepernick not upset about this yeah he's, because he's, that's he's, that is that is an offense to the military drop <laughs> oh I'm so glad I looked at this stupid logic page which depressed me in a way but uh it reminded me that my dude YBN Corday has his full length coming out either on oh, Friday right. or next Friday I'm super excited about that oh. so it's it, it's interesting you brought him up because I like him I think he has a foot in this in this lane I, I'm, people who, I didn't bring it up for no reason okay I, I he, yeah he's he can appeal to these fans yeah he has the raw rapping ability and the charisma to appeal to these this set of you fans know who's who a like, big who's like a... underground-y but actually just straight up mainstream rap right. yeah right. he can be a big rapper well I mean fuck yellow wolf sells millions of records dude. I know. you know what I'm saying yeah there's all that lane is not where well, you know, you know who digs this stuff though is LeBron James. So there's a bunch of videos of him like oh, spitting yeah. Joyner Lucas stuff, like yeah, yeah. word for word. And I I'm just like, saw a really and I'm like, that's why, tweet. that's why you at home. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I just saw a that's really why you tweet. They're like, this is why we wouldn't let him in the playoffs. <laughs> um, although you know, Steph has has to have some of the worst music taste. Like you hopped in his ride. This Christian guy's rap, got. Dude. He's yeah, got. Yeah. yeah, he's got every version of Christian rap. Um, who's uh? Who's the Lecrae? Yes, Lecrae is his Jay Z. Right? Yeah. Yes, for sure. Crazy, crazy. Who who on the Warriors would you say had the best music taste? Just by by looking Zaza. at Zaza. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Draymond. No. Yeah. No way. No way. Dray, Draymond is, has terrible music. Does he, taste. What does yeah. he listen to? Yeah. Um, you have a playlist or something? He he listens to Playboy Cardi and shit like that. Uh, like, I'm yeah. not mad at that. Yeah. What do you, what would you expect him to listen to? He's Nothing. a rich young man. Like <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, he, I'm, he turns I'm, up. He's I was like, That's I was asking the does. question: Who had the best? Oh, are you music? saying like who has closest to ours? Yes, Nate. Because like that's what history I mean. will judge the people like who listen to the successful <laughs> shit, right? Like that's what I was just saying about the logic. Like they're right. I, I mean, best by sane people terms. Jonas Yerebko. No, I have no <laughs> idea. Do, does anyone on the Warriors I, have good music taste? I, I think Igadala. 
I think who would you. if you hopped into their ride and you rode with them and you're like, oh, this isn't well, really yeah. annoying. I want. I he's way too young for this, but I feel like he like listens to like George Benson or something. Like <laughs> he's, he's only so, 35. Bro. I know, but I know, but he's George like a venture Benson. capitalist. He reads like self help books. Like That's he's hilarious. the guy who got the Twitter handle at Andre. Like he was first. <laughs> you know what I the mean? First Andre. Fuck. Yeah. Oh man, I'm sorry, Andre. If you, if you're listening to uh, this, you're not uh, listening to this. But no. I, w- I would love to know what you listen to. He yeah. quoted a bunch of Kendrick lyrics on mm. Twitter. Don't they all like Kendrick? Though? Yeah, I mean everybody likes yeah. Kendrick. Kendrick is huge. But yeah, I would say maybe um, Javale, even though he's an ex warrior, right? Since he was Pierre, a producer. yeah, Pierre. Yeah, totally. he, he makes his own stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I, yeah, I, I think it's, it's it could not be terrible. Have you? Did you hear some it's of the Pierre? Listened to, we listened to some Pierre SoundCloud a couple years ago when yeah. he was on the Warriors. It's, okay, it's, it is not terrible. Okay, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, there it's you have it. It's better than Chris Webber's music. Yes. Ouch! <laughs> Are you dissing the Mid Coast All Stars? That was a <laughs> that was a tough time. You guys don't like Kobe's bars, dude. <laughs> oh man! No, it's it's been a it's been a a very very fruitful time for uh for the NBA for rap. Um and we're here for all of the above. Um, we're excited. Did we mention the Mad Gibbs record? No. Did, did oh, I space right. out? Oh, no, no. Bandana, looking, right? Looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah, that'll be good. Flat tummy tea is already like a tight cut. Yes. So that. and that's coming out like soon, soon, right? I I believe any yeah, any sounds like any it. Friday now. Okay, okay. So um, what am I putting? So bandana. big big records um coming out. Uh, I feel like can in closing, can twenty nineteen. At the end, will we be like, oh, shit, this was as big as 2018? Is it possible? I think no, because there will be no Wyoming series right, of records. Right. Like, that drove, even though none of them, well, one of them ended up being good, it drove so much conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And right, right. it inspires the other artists to be like, no, fuck that. Yeah. Like, that's your shot. Yeah. I got my shot. Are you like, ruling out a Kanye train wreck release cycle? There's still six months. <laughs> he, I, the latest thing I saw is that, A, he did that David Letterman yeah, interview series thing on Netflix, and he tripled down on, like, the Trump and MAGA shit, which is disgusting and hurtful. Uh, and, B, he wants to save the world with Sunday service. So I think that's what's going to be, like, doing, like, weird OJ's flips with his MPC in the middle that's of the field. That's what we get. Is, like, going to be getting. what what he's going to be working on for the next uh, little while. Okay. All right. Um, the, the worst part of Kanye too. I also heard he like really dissed uh, Chris Jenner's boyfriend, Corey Gamble, and it's tearing the family apart. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Nate Nate. With the news. Yeah. <laughs> Nate uh, here on E news, uh, <laughs> entertainment tonight featuring Nate LeBlanc. Uh, so, so I think the, you know, whether you like Joyner Lucas or you like some rap songs or you like Igor, um, Rap is alive and well. The no, yes, no. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I was kidding. I was kidding. <laughs> the depth and breadth of of uh, what's happening in the genre is is really fucking exciting. And and why I kind of feel like you know we had this disagreement about Earl. I I'm fine with like large scale disagreements. There used to be sure. there used to be this idea that there was one set of rappers and material that was dope. Right, right, it, right. It wasn't broad enough where you could like really disagree and just be like, well, rap is, you fuck with that. I don't fuck with it. Rap is more diverse than ever. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's that can dope. only be a positive. And most of it's R&B. Art. <laughs> <laughs> it's so diverse, it ain't even rap no more. Yeah. Um. So so we're here for all of it. We will continue to, um, to assess and critique all of the above. If you want to be part of the argument and you also take umbrage to my feelings about Earth Sweatshirt and some <laughs> rap songs, hit us up at um, at Dad Bod Rap Pod 
on Twitter, um, also on IG. If you want to see Ephemera from Nate's house, <laughs> um, that's at Dad Bod Rap Pod. Um, you know, if you're on Facebook, whatever. I'm not sure. We'll that, throw that, a post very occasionally. Yeah, yeah we we've been actually putting out some um, some lightweight, decent uh, Spotify playlists. So if you, oh, if you yeah, 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 if you hit up our Facebook page, that. you can see those. Um, we're you can you can find this podcast wherever motherfucking podcasts are at. Please like, rate, subscribe to the shit. We appreciate y'all. Dead by Rap Pod.